The views, ideas, and content of well seekers and their guests are their own opinions, and you should always seek additional professional help around any of the issues discussed here on Well Seekers. Hello, and welcome to Well Seekers, where we are bringing wellness home in simple and real life ways to help you have a beautiful life from the mind down. Find your happy, your healthy, and your strong. I'm Lucia, and on today's show, we're talking about something that's very important to me, which is sleep. Now, sleep is something that you hear about the importance of sleep, and we'll definitely cover some of the reasons why you should be getting a good night's sleep. If you don't know, there were a few things in there that I found doing some research for today's show that I was actually surprised about um, when talking about sleep and things that can happen to your body if you aren't getting enough sleep. Um, So... We are going to be not only talking about why sleep's important, but also having a guest on to help give you some simple and easy ways to get a good night's sleep because sometimes we hear that we need a good night's sleep, but we don't always necessarily know how to get it. So one of the reasons that I wanted to do today's show was that I read a recent article and study that was done just a few years ago in 2006 um, by Consumer Reports that talked about how 63% of Americans have a problem with sleep um, and that over 27% um, of the people said that they had a chronic sleep problem which means that they have trouble consistently falling asleep. And I know that I was one of those people for sure in my life. Um, There was a time period when I had a lot of stress. I mean, I definitely, we all have stress, right? But there was more chronic stress and things going on and falling asleep was always a challenge for me. And sometimes because of that, people can turn to what we refer to in the mental health field as maladaptive coping skills. So what that means is you start finding other ways to fall asleep, whether it's food or alcohol um, or some other substance or sleeping pills, which are things that are not sustainable long-term for your body to get a good night's sleep and and for the purpose of sleep. Because sleep has a reason. When we're sleeping, we're restoring our body. Um, so with 63% of Americans, or actually, it's actually 68% of Americans having a problem with sleep, we wanted to tackle this issue head on and give you some real life ways that you can get a better night's sleep. Um, so if you don't know, some of the things that can happen to your body if you don't get a good night's sleep are, I just want to recap a few of them because I didn't know some of these. So obviously, um, We've heard that, or maybe you haven't heard, maybe not obviously, diabetes and chronic weight gain, um, those are things that can happen because when you don't sleep, it messes with your insulin levels. Um, And because of that, there's a raise in certain hormones that can cause your body to gain more weight um, and even potentially cause diabetes, which that was something, the diabetes part was something that was new to me, even though the weight gain part was not new to me. Another thing that I learned about in school is that mental health issues can actually be a part of why you're not sleeping, but they can also be caused by lack of sleep. So if you're experiencing depression and anxiety, those are things that could be happening because you're not sleeping well. So another reason we really want to help you guys 
learn how to sleep better on today's show. Um, heart attack, heart disease, heart failure, those are also things that can happen um, because you're not getting a good night's sleep because it increases your stress level. It also, now this is a big one, and um, my producers there on camera, on the webcam, Joe and Jason, it also kills your sex drive, which is something that I know Joe is gonna have a problem with. Um, Joe, so we'll talk to you in a little bit about that. Um, there was a study done, just going back to the depression and anxiety part, of 10,000 people who experienced insomnia five times as likely, that's how much you are, five times as likely to develop depression and anxiety. So another reason having a great night's sleep is good. Another thing, this is important. I'm a big skin fan. I want to make sure, I because I used to get a lot of breakouts, and so... I could obsess a little bit about my skin more than I should probably. Um, but your skin can actually age. And I know that for myself, that is definitely my experience. If I haven't had a good night's sleep, like last night, I did not have a great night's sleep because of stress, which is the biggest killer. Um, and I did my sleep routine, but it still was some tossing and turning. So I can notice like bags and wrinkles under my eyes. So obviously um, that is one of the side effects of not getting enough sleep. Some of the other side effects, I didn't know this one either, which is why I wanted to share with you guys. You actually have a legitimate increased risk of death. So you can actually die from not getting enough sleep. There was a study done in 2007 that showed that people that cut their sleep from seven hours to five hours, that's just two hours sleep difference, um, they increased their risk of death they, it, by actually doubling it. So you double your risk of death from sleeping um, just two hours less a night, which I just thought was insane. And honestly, again, so true in my own life. When I've had seven to eight hours sleep, my quality of life and the way that I function is so different from when I've had just five hours or less. Um, a weakened immune system. So obviously you're more, more susceptible to colds and viruses. And as we head into winter, sleep is even more essential to help strengthen your immune system because you have so many outside things trying to attack your immune system. Um, so those are some of the main things that happen that I didn't know about and I thought were worth recapping if you don't get a good night's sleep. And like I mentioned before briefly, not having a good night's sleep can be chronic, which is, seems to be for about 27% of our country, or it can be something that happens one or two nights a week, which it is for almost 70% of our country. So today's show just seems essential to me. Um, we want to break this down simple and easy for you guys so that you actually do this stuff. Uh, Joe and Jason are on webcam right now. They're, they're going to pipe in. Um, have you guys ever had a night, either chronic lack of sleep or Joe's a mom, so I know you've had chronic lack of sleep and probably still do, um, but nights or times in your life where you've struggled with sleep. Has this been an issue for you? Hello, everyone. Hi, Joe. Hey. Hi, Jason. So, it's hard to believe, I know, but I never missed a night. I had two babies that were sleeping. I trained them when they were in my womb. They, I trained them. Uh, are you being serious about that? I, I, I swear. Okay, so I, we need to do a whole show on sleep training and talk to Joe about no, that. I didn't train them. I think they perceived when they were in my belly, 
I seriously didn't miss a night. And with my husband, we always said we have been so blessed and lucky because to me, sleeping is really, really important. No, sleeping is important. I mean, was there anything on that list that we just talked about that you didn't know about? No, no, I, I think, at least I can speak for me. I, I always think that, um, if, if I miss a night of sleep, I can function during the day. It's so I keep bumping on things. I am very distracted. Um, I cannot focus. So, to me, sleeping is very, very important. I think when I was pregnant, I prayed so hard to have babies that let me sleep. And that happened. And okay. that happened. So Joe doesn't experience chronic sleep. No, She's one of I the, faint. Or chronic lack of sleep. She's one of the 30%. <laughs> so that's really lucky. I definitely am in the 70%. And I've had even that 27% where it's been a chronic thing because I've had so much stress in my life. So I'm sure there's a lot of moms out there that want... We're going to loop back and do another show on sleeping and moms because I'd love to hear Joe's experience on that more. Jason, what about you? Have you had problems with sleep in the in the past? Yeah, I, I still struggle with with my sleep patterns now. I really try to get a full eight hours of sleep. That's amazing. And I, I haven't had a full eight hours in for forever, it feels like. Well, best laid plans. I mean, that's the goal. But I always end up in bed. I'm on my phone. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys know I'm mm-hmm. sending you links of finished <laughs> content Videos. at yep. 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And I've said to you, yeah. why are you? What did I say in the chat? I said, why are you up? It's 3 why are you up? <laughs> you need some simple and easy sleep tips. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, I, I yeah. we all do. And that's the beauty of this show. Even us here, we need these wellness tips we we're trying to to um help our lives and 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 be better at our own wellness and it's something that i think i'm with you i struggle with sleeping you know military and Mm, mental health and and my own version of ptsd and the things that i struggle with has been the narrative of my life and my sleep patterns for many many years so i'm i'm out of i'm trying now i i can get a good six hours of solid sleep every night but i my body needs eight which is i mean the recommended right is seven to nine i think most people fall in there Mm -hmm. if i get eight i'm good seven is my minimum six has been what i've been getting the last few months Mm -hmm. and it has definitely some of those things definitely have taken a toll on me um so we have some answers and solutions if you guys thank you guys joe and jason for sharing uh, by that. the way i'm wearing the mask because it's halloween no yeah, we're because- keeping this on halloween joe doesn't <laughs> normally wear that just so you know you guys are going to experience this next week so we're keeping halloween going here <laughs> seekers probably should have mentioned that sorry yeah joe. it looks joe weird now i'm gonna take it off wear that um we have a very special guest coming on her name is jennifer thompson she is one of our very very special well seeker contributors um you may have heard her last season she's a holistic body worker massage therapist and one of my favorite absolute favorite yoga teachers she is going to come on with some simple and easy real life ways so these are not just things that you're going to hear and then never do these are simple things that you can do to get a good night's sleep. And I have to say, we were chatting before, um, and there are some things she's gonna talk about that are definitely gonna surprise you and you absolutely wanna stick around for. So we will be right back with Jennifer Thompson on Well Seekers. You're listening to Well Seekers, 
a show where the journey is just as important as the destination. You want to be part of the Seekerhood? It's easy. Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com. And we are back on Well Seekers, and our guest, Jennifer Thompson, is joining us by phone right now. Jen is in Costa Rica and is having some video issues, so she will be joining us by phone. Jen Thompson, holistic body worker, massage therapist, and my all-time favorite yoga teacher. Thanks so much for joining us today on Well Seekers. It's so wonderful to be back on the show. I'm super delighted to be here. Our audience is growing, and people have just loved you. So we're so excited to have you back talking about sleep hygiene. And we've been talking this morning, Jen, before you came on about what not getting enough sleep can do to your body and your mind and your heart. And, you know, ultimately then the rest of your life. And, um, we are so excited to have you come on and talk about some simple real life ways that we can try and get a good night's sleep. And we've, just been waiting for you. So please help us go to sleep. (laughs) I know all about this because sleep has been something I've struggled with my whole life, actually. Really? Wait, before we go on, because we're all about stories here on Well Seekers too. tell us about that. Why has it been something you struggled with? Well, I'm not sure. When I was a kid, I didn't, I just always woke up in the night. I had a lot of nightmares. I had trouble falling asleep. Um, I just remember getting yelled at a lot to go to sleep (laughs) and, uh, I just never wanted to go to sleep. And then later on as an adult, it's because that is exactly the time. Nighttime is exactly the time when, uh, everything comes to mind, all my troubles, concerns, uh, creative ideas and thoughts and stuff come to my mind. I just seem to wake up at night and it's been a real problem for me. So me too, honestly, me too. We started a new show, I don't know if you know about it, called Lucia at Night, which is just a podcast where we just talk to people about what's going on because I feel like at night your mind just races and sometimes you just need to talk it out and that's when no one's there. And that's why I feel like sometimes I stay up at night. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I love it. I should have, I wish that I had known that for last night, as a matter of fact. But I was using all the tips and tools that I'm about to share with you that really, truly helped me on a daily basis to actually get some sleep at night. Jen, before we launch into that, I have to say there probably being a mom too keeps you up at night. Oh, I haven't gotten, I could probably count on one hand the amount of nights that I've gotten a full night of sleep in four years, four and a half really, because pregnancy, you get interrupted your sleep gets interrupted all the time because you have to wake up and pee all night long too. So So it just goes to show you stress of life, whether you're a parent or not a parent, stress of finances and of past and of present and of future, they just seem to haunt us at night. And so needless to say, we all are awake. So if you don't want to take a sleep aid, we could do a whole show actually on sleep aids and we should have you come back and talk about them. But they're really bad for your body. I know. Yeah. And it, 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 it can be a really bad cycle. So tell us some simple and real life easy ways that we can implement into our life to try and get a better night's sleep. Well, um, I definitely believe that getting some daylight and, and a little bit of exercise during the day, especially outside, like just taking an outdoor walk or something th- during the day to really fully wake up during the day um, at some point uh, really helps. 
And then, of course, the traditional no caffeine after like noon or for me, two o'clock in the afternoon that I can't drink coffee after that. So get out and move around. But can I actually ask you a question? I think that and I've read this before, so maybe you can tell us if it's true or not. For some people, exercising at night will put them to sleep. But for some people, and I'm one of those people, exercising after a certain time, usually after five o'clock, if I exercise, I'm up all night. Same. Me too. I can't do it. I have to I have to take some time to relax. They they actually say if you read up on sleep hygiene, they talk about um, having a ritual for like an hour before bed being calm. But I really need like two. <laughs> mm. And I write. Um, like you were talking about the show, but one of the things that really helps me is to write down my thoughts and my feelings um, as they start to come up. Uh, before bed or after I've gone to bed, I'll get up in the, and, and write stuff down so I can just get it off my mind. Um, but that's one of the things that really helped me a lot. And then the other thing that helps me a real lot at night is to not panic about what time it is. I, I refuse to look at the clock at night. I don't want to know how many times I'm waking up. I don't want to know what time it is. I don't want to count how many hours left I have that I can sleep and then feel aggravated and mad at myself for not sleeping if I can't sleep. Um, so never looking at the clock is a really big part of it too. And also waiting till I'm tired to go to sleep. Because sometimes I try just thinking, all right, if I go to sleep now, I can get eight hours maybe. And then and really I would be better off just waiting another half an hour and trying to relax a little bit more or read or talk to a friend or something like that and then try again to go to sleep. These are all great. Okay, so number one, move at some point in your day, but be aware and be cognizant of whether when you're moving, if if it's better for you to move right before bed or earlier on in the day like Jen and I. So number two, have a sleep ritual. I think we're going to come back and talk more about this. I would love to share my sleep ritual, but I completely agree with you, Jen. A big thing for me, or I'll just share it now. When I'm alone... I like to get into PJs, like real PJs, because I used to sleep in just random stuff I would grab, but I've bought a couple of nice, inexpensive, because we're all about simple and affordable here, pajama sets. And there's just something about the ritual of getting into a nice sleep attire. My dad, that was really big in Italian culture, like you have specific sleepwear. And I think there's a reason for it because it's part of that ritual. And then I'll put on a lavender oil. I'll grab my book and a cup of tea if I am not too lazy. And then I go to sleep. And that is my sleep ritual. And I have to say, I had problems sleeping always, always, always. And part of it, part of the reason, you know, I'm talked about it probably every week here that I've had an eating disorder, but I would eat at night to try and calm myself and put myself to sleep because I didn't have that sleep ritual. And the difference between turning to something else like food or alcohol or a sleeping pill versus putting on pajamas and listening to music and having tea, it's like it's completely changed my day and my night. What is your ritual like, Jen? Like an hour before I want to go to bed, I make some tea. I usually end up drinking like two cups of tea at night, but um, I make some tea. And luckily, I live out down here in Costa Rica. So I just go outside and sit in the hammock and look at the stars. And I shut off all the lights in the house. So I sit in the dark underneath the stars and sip tea. And I try to allow whatever thoughts are on my mind to come up during that time 
to start to kind of sort them out or write them down or call somebody if I need to, um, if, if stuff's bothering me before bed instead of when I'm in bed. So, and then I always cover my eyes to sleep because I need complete darkness. So I crawl oh. in bed and cover my eyes. Yeah. I love that, like a lavender scented face mask. I used to wear those and it didn't oh. work. Oh, those are wonderful. And actually... I, I love them, but same, they would always fall off or feel too heavy on my eyes. So I actually just throw a really light blanket um, over my eyes or a sheet, a pillowcase. <laughs> if you wear anything official, just a pillowcase. <laughs> oh, simple, easy. Just grab your pillowcase. You don't need one of those fancy face mask things. Grab your pillowcase, put it over your eyes. Exactly. So, Jen, I know you said you had a lot of other tips. Those are two different and great examples. Um, just make sure your tea is decaf. I made that mistake once. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Good idea. And I try to trust the chamomile tea. So I usually drink chamomile. Um, that's all that you can really get down here for relaxing tea, just straight up chamomile. So I drink chamomile and I just try to trust that it's, that it really will work and just trust the relaxation in my body. So, Jen, I know you have more tips for us. So what else can we do? Well, one of the most effective things I do once I'm actually laying in the bed is I have to count backwards with my breath. So it's something that I do with yoga nidra. Um, So instead of having my awareness in my forehead, I bring my awareness down to my belly and I count backwards from 27. and And I say to myself, okay... 27 belly rises, 27 belly falls with each and every natural breath that I take. And it kind of puts me, it kind of hypnotizes me to sleep. It works really well. So Jen's in Costa Rica. So apologies if her phone breaks up a little. I'm just going to recap what she said. So she said um, she counts backwards from 27 to zero. I'm sure she's asleep before then, but I'm definitely going to try this. And in, in her belly, she raises her belly and she says, 27 belly rises, 27 belly falls, 26 belly rises, 26 belly falls and tries to hypnotize her, her place to sleep, herself to sleep. What happens if you get to zero and you're not asleep? Then I start back at 27 again. But if it's just body awakeness, then I just do it again. Because that really, that'll work every time. And then if I can't feel my belly, um, then I put my hand on my belly. So I'm feeling my hand rising and falling. And that usually helps because oftentimes it's just the energy is all stuck up in my head and I need to bring it into my body. And so it really helps to... I love that. ...my belly and breathe backwards like that. I love it, love it. What else, Jen? These are great. Also, sometimes I'll, I'll turn around and get into child's pose since I love yoga and yoga helps me for everything. Um, I'll just put my forehead right on the bed and uh, and do child's pose and just breathe like that and when I'm doing when I'm in child's pose I try to feel the breath in the back of my heart center so I try to feel the breath moving up and down my spine because basically what I'm really trying to do is is bring the awareness from stuck up in my brain into my body so that my body can relax because um, that's what happens to me I get stuck up in my head isn't that just life though getting stuck in your head and trying to work it out of your head into the flow of life at least for me and I think a lot of people we get so stuck in our minds which is one of the things I love about the show it's living life well in a holistic way and getting out of our minds and into our hearts and into our bodies and into our lives and um, I if you don't know what child's pose is we'll come back and we'll demonstrate it for you. 
Jen, what else do you have? Um, one of the biggest things, too, is to actually go to sleep when I'm tired as opposed to just going to sleep when I think I should go to sleep. So if I my bedtime is 10 and I'm not tired at 10, I'll give myself a little bit more time to get tired, like wait till like 1030 and maybe do the child's pose thing. Another one is leg up the wall pose. But sometimes <laughs> it's funny because it's the simplest, easiest pose ever. But sometimes I feel too lazy to put my legs up on the wall. And that's why I really love child's pose. <laughs> So interesting. So I have, um, you guys, there's a you should know video that we did talking about that exact exercise, not child's pose, but the one that Jen said. So we will play that for you during the show. And if you're listening on the podcast, make sure to check out the video section of you should know, because that is a great, great yoga exercise to use to go to sleep for sure. So bedtime. So interesting. What if it's like 1am and you're still not tired? You would say just go with your body and ride it out? All right. So if it's one o'clock in the morning and I'm still not asleep, I try to just stay calm <laughs> because it's really easy to just feel really upset about another night sleep lost or whatever. And so I, I'll usually get up and do some writing or try to just enjoy relaxing and knowing that relaxing is important too. It's a really, really important part of anybody's life. I'm just going to recap because Jen's phone was breaking up, but um, what a great, great point that if you can't get sleep, if it's 1 a.m. and you can't get sleep, that just even taking some time and relaxing and saying, you know what, I'm not sleeping, but my body really needs to relax right now. So I'm going to practice relaxing. So don't go for the easy thing, which is, oh, let me get stuff done. Let me clean the house. Let me do this. Let me do that, which is something I used to do as well. Go for the relaxation because that is maybe not just as vital, but it is important for us. So some great tips. So Jen, thank you so, so much for being with us. We will come back and recap it for you all. So many great ideas from um, giving yourself permission to relax to some actual tips we can do for sleep rituals or hypnosis and training our body to get to sleep so that we don't need to use something else. Jen Thompson, holistic body worker, massage therapist, and one of my favorite yoga masters. Thank you so much for being with us on Well Seekers. And we'll be right back on Well Seekers. Thanks so much, Jen, for joining us today. And we are going to be right back. I'm going to walk you guys through a few of my favorite um, nighttime routines and answer any questions you may have. So we'll be right back on Well Seekers. Look, we're already friends, right? So let's make it official. Just find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at WellSeekers. Thanks for being part of the Seekerhood. We couldn't do this without you. Now, back to the show. And we're back on WellSeekers. We actually got a question. Um, Kathy from Minnesota had sent us a message asking about, because I had mentioned my sleep routine before, um, so I wanted to walk you guys through my new nighttime sleep routine. So this is what I generally try and do. Um, I have a few things and I don't always do them in perfect order, but like I mentioned when I was talking to Jen, I really do wear nighttime clothes. I know some people throw on shirts and um, don't have like nighttime pajamas, I actually wear pajamas. Joe, I don't know if you can hear me, but isn't it an Italian thing? 
I don't know if you heard me in the thing, but my dad used to say, like, you have nighttime clothes. Like, isn't it an Italian thing to wear actual pajamas? Did Not, your family ever do that? No, really. Okay. Um, I, so my dad, maybe it's I, a northern Italian thing, but he was like, you wear different pajamas. Oh, no. To bed. No, no. Actually, I... You wear whatever. Yes, I don't... Jason, do you wear whatever or do you have? I'm doing everything besides seekers routine at night, <laughs> apparently. Oh, yeah, so, Jason, do you wear actual pajamas? Oh, God, no. Boxers, that's it. Or naked. Oh, well, you guys... You guys need to, a nice pair of pajamas. We really will. Now that's undervalued. why we are with you. So you give it changes us instru- it. instructions. It transitions you. It's like a, it's a ritual transitional thing. You can go naked too, Jason. It actually is good for your health too, but. Okay. That's what I was going to well, say. I was like, it is. We don't need to give the audience the visual. No, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So at night I do change into pajamas. You can ask anyone. That's actually what I do. Or I sleep naked. Um, um, and then I will have something to drink, either water, tea, something like that. But this is an oil, and I rotate oils depending on best values usually. It's a lavender oil, and I love putting it on my body. There was um, a study done by the American Journal of Critical Care where they actually used aromatherapy lavender oils with hospital patients, and they found that there was actual validity that it lowered blood pressure and helped people with insomnia sleep. So there's a lot of great data. It's not just you know because it smells pretty. Lavender does help you go to sleep. So some sort of lavender oil is what I do. Um, And then I also have used this before. It's a relaxing pillow mist, which I think, I'm gonna spray it. It's very light if you don't like the smell of some oils. This is a mist that you can put on your pillow and it has essentially the same thing. It has some lavender in it, but it also has mandarin in it, which is supposed to relax you and help put you to sleep. So um, it's actually also supposed to help boost your immune system. So some sort of pillow mist is another way to go if you don't wanna actually put oil on your body because I know some people don't like oil on their body. Um, So a sleeping calm tea, um, oil, a pillow mist, and then some other things I do is I try and limit screen time so I'm not on my phone an hour before, which I know Jen talked about as well. Um, And The other thing that I wanted to mention was massage. Either massaging yourself or if you have a partner, like a good scalp massage before bed or a foot massage. One, it'll bring you guys closer, but two, it just helps relax you. Um, Do you guys do that, Joe, Jason? Massage your partner? Caught them off guard. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't need to know the details of the massage. I just no, want to know. Yes, yes. yes. either okay. uh, if we are on the couch, uh, watching a movie, before yeah. going to bed. Um, when we are in bed, we just, you know, do a little massage. Yeah. Just because a little massage a goes a long way. Yes, it relaxes you, exactly. And I was thinking about the pajama things. Yeah. Actually, something that I implement a lot with my kids. Yes, yeah. now we change. It's time to go to bed. Put your pajama on, but I don't do it. Like I well, don't a re- have a routine. Yeah, there's a reason that you make your kids do that. It helps with the transition. Yeah, we let go of it as adults, but yes. it's so important and vital in order to get that sleep to transition yes. your body. And I have yes to calm her down, like to have a routine for them to make them understand that it's quiet time now and you're going to sleep, so your body doesn't have to be overexcited or agitated. You just 
relax yeah. now. Absolutely. So we'll read a book and put the pajamas on and there is all the routine. But it's I was thinking about because I don't apply the same routine. Yeah, we often don't. So We often don't. Yeah. Yes, it's just easy for me to collapse on bed and that's it. So nice pair of pajamas. Yes. Simple, cheap, and easy. Um, Jason, massage? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Absolutely. So everyone knows it. Massage your partner. I guess that maybe that's not a new tip. but um, So that is my sleep routine. Thanks so much, Kathy, for asking. If you guys have any questions, make sure to tweet us at WellSeekers on Instagram or tweet us, Facebook, Instagram us, direct message us. It's always Instagram at WellSeekers, Facebook at WellSeekers, um, and Twitter at WellSeekers. You can also find us online at WellSeekers.com. We love questions. We love to know what you guys want some information on. And we love that we are on this journey with you, bringing wellness home in simple and easy ways. We will be back next week with another episode. And in the meantime, we hope you'll join us on our private Facebook page and on our Facebook page at WellSeekers. Thanks so much for being a part of the Seekerhood, and we'll talk to you soon on Well Seekers. How would you like to join the conversation? Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com.